0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Sarver Living, episode number one of our first podcast. My name is Sylvia Maxwell, and I'm your host, and I cannot wait to share my first guest with you, Francesca Howden with La Vignetta Winery. We are, um, we have taken some time to collaborate on this and I thought it was very important that one of my best friends was the very first podcast. So I'd like to welcome Francesca Howden. Hi Fran.
1: Hi Sylvia. So excited to be with you
0: today. Thank you so much for coming. I know it took us a couple dates to try to get this worked out but i thought it was so important for the listeners to be able to you know you're the you're the only winery in sarva right mm-hmm. yes that's true right okay <laughs> and i wanted to make sure that the listener gets to hear your story, like where you're from, what you're about, how the wine business started for you and all those kind of things. So we'll just, you know, I'll just ask you a series of questions and we'll kind of like get the conversation flowing. Okay, This is our first podcast, so might be a little bit messy, but we'd rather do the thing. Then not do it at all, so excuse the mess, um, and if my questions bounce around, just kind of, just flow with it. Okay. Sounds sound good. Sounds good. So you're from, like, the Greensburg area, or where are you from?
1: Yes, I'm from Greensburg, um, went to Hemfield Area High School. Okay. I grew up there, and
0: um, went to St. Vincent College in Latrobe. Trobe. Oh, that's cool is there isn't it it really is I, that is some of the pretty like i love how it kind of it goes up on a hill and then down a little bit of a valley it's just a beautiful setting it really is it's
1: the entryway to the laurel highlands and <sighs> i just don't think you realize how pretty it is there until you leave and come back and then you realize what you have and it, what
0: high school did you go to?
1: I went to Hemfield. So, okay. It, there's two main high schools in the Greensburg area. It's Greensburg area and Hemfield. So, I did go to Hemfield.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, when I first moved to Pittsburgh, I moved here with a friend of mine and she said, "Let's move to the, for the summer to Pittsburgh." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Okay." She said, "We can stay at my aunt's house. We can get A job, waiting tables at this great restaurant and just have fun for the summer. And then we'll come back to Georgia. And I'm like, okay. Well, I thought I was going to the city of Pittsburgh, but I went to La Trobe. So, I'm like, wait, this isn't the city, but I worked no. at DeSalvo Station, and I love it, and I remember uh, the Steeler Camp. Mm-hmm. I remember Steeler Camp, and it was like, there would be more traffic, and it was like all the bus. So it's deal. just beautiful there. So, you yep. went to college there.
1: And yeah, yes, I did, and I, you know, speaking of DeSalvo's... Greensburg, Latrobe, they have the best Italian restaurants. Mm-hmm. I don't even think in Pennsylvania. I want to say across the country. We have a good concentration of like family-run Italian restaurants in that area, so you're you got a good taste of it at De
0: Salvos. Oh gosh, yeah. I loved it. It was the food was so good and just the town was very quaint.
1: Mm-hmm. And now
0: what? So you went to St. Vincent's. What did you study? I
1: studied marketing,
0: international business, and Spanish. Wow! Yes. Ah, se habla español. Si, sí, un poquito. Me too. My yeah. mother was from Uruguay, so
1: okay, we grew
0: up speaking Spanish in our home too. But you're are you Italian?
1: I am Italian. Okay. My mom and dad are both from Italy, born. So wow. my dad was born in Sicily, and my mom was born in the Dolomiti Mountains of Italy. So the opposite. Totally north, and my dad's totally south. Um, but yeah, they met here in you know this
0: area. Oh, they met, and they're like, "Oh, I'm from I'm from Italy. I'm from Italy too." And then <laughs> <Yeah>. the sparks,
1: <laughs> exactly, the Italian
0: sparks flew. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and and you are what? How many siblings do you have?
1: I have an older
0: brother, and I have a younger brother. Okay, mm-hmm. all right. So you grew up speaking Italian in your home, or?
1: Well, not exactly. We didn't, actually. My cousins um, and my aunts did, but my dad was the youngest of, um, like, eight kids, and he came over when he was a teenager, and I think there was just a lot of pressure for him to speak English at the time, because he was in high school, Mm -hmm. so he really didn't speak Italian in the house, and my mom came over when she was, like, nine months old, so she grew up um, speaking English English. So we spoke English. I wish I did learn Italian, though. I'm sad about that.
0: My mother used to say, because when I was growing up in Southwest Georgia, I was a little embarrassed to be bilingual because there was no one really bilingual. My mother used to say, Simber Wednesday, one of these days, you're going to be so shame." You didn't learn to speak Spanish. Yeah. I did a little bit, but yeah, I get it. It's like you get here, you get busy, and it's like yeah. everybody speaks English, and that's that's, that's just okay. how it is. Yeah. So this is, so you were brought up in Italian, traditional Italian home. Yes. Went to high school at Highlands. Mm-hmm. And then where did you meet your husband? I met him
1: at um, PPG Industries.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So you worked
1: together. <laughs> we worked together and we were, you know, working on a project and I knew him for a few years and it's how it started. Wow. Okay. And then
0: those sparks flew. Yeah. And then where did you live when you first married? Did you live, you didn't live in Sarver, did you? No, I, when I first got married, we were living in Brookline.
1: Oh, okay. South of the Liberty Tubes. Gotcha. And that's where we started the winery, believe it or not, on Woodburn Avenue in my basement. (gasps) Yeah, that was It was interesting, you know, going to the planning committee of Pittsburgh, telling them what we were planning to do. But they they gave us the approval.
0: Did they? Yeah. Okay, so what... Yeah, let's talk about that. Like, what what was this wine idea? How did that come about?
1: That... Gosh, I've always wanted to have my own business. Mm -hmm. You know, even after I got my job with PPG, I always wanted my own business. And my dad was making wine and he's always made wine i remember as a child he would have carboys of wine in the basement and we'd always be sharing his wine with people at dinners and gatherings and we were at my godfather's wedding it was at the pennsylvanian downtown pittsburgh it was a beautiful wedding and he had a variety of wines on every table and we were trying them, mm. and I came across this one bottle, and I said, this is the best wine on the table. And I looked at the label, and it had been one that my dad made. <gasps> and I thought, Dad, when did you get, you know, so good at making wine? <laughs> you know, I mean, sometimes yeah. the basement batches don't turn out the way you want them to, but it was so good, and that was where it started the idea that we could really do this you know you have the skills to do this dad so we just started to work towards it and i you know thought we'll start small Uh, we'll make a few varieties and we'll go and sell at farmers markets and that's exactly what we did it took us I didn't move quite as quickly as I wanted, but it took about two years to get licensed from the PLCB and the Tobacco Tax and Trade Bureau. Wow. Yeah, which by... More from, you know, because I was moving a bit slow at the time. Right. I was married, having kids, all that. But um, our first market was at the Mount Lebanon and Uptown Farmers Market, and I had three styles of wine. It was the same grape, finished three different ways. <laughs> it was... So that's how we started. Um, It was a a Syrah semi-sweet, sweet, sweet and dry, and that's where it all started. And then our next event was at Trax Farms, and then we did one at Nemecolin, and then we just kept adding on events and making more wine to support those events. And it was
0: selling. People were buying it.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, the first batch I made was... 40 cases of wine. And my husband looked at me and he said, Francesca, how are you going to sell all of this wine? And I looked at it as a daunting task at the time. And now, you know, 40 cases isn't much in comparison, you know, so to what
0: you may. Yeah. And we'll get to that. I do want to learn more about that now. So you had to come when, how did the name La Vignetta come about?
1: Um, Okay, so that, I actually went to my Aunt Consetta, and she helped me with the name, because I wanted it to reflect my heritage, you know, my Italian heritage. And I asked her for some ideas, and she gave me a few, and La Vignetta was one that we liked, and those that we asked liked the best. And And what
0: does La Vignetta mean for the listener to... It, no.
1: it actually, it means the vineyard. Okay, it's that's what I thought. Italian, and it's like just so simple, the vineyard, but... Okay. And that's what we went with, Um, and it's Sicilian, right? The way we spell it is Sicilian, okay. so... And it's pronounced... La
0: Vignetta. La Vignetta. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. I love Thank it. Thank you. I love it. So, you came up with the the name, and then you started going to the farmer's market, and then... Um, so you have this forty cases of wine, yeah, and then how did you? I mean, did you prove your husband wrong? obviously, yeah <laughs>
1: yeah, we did prove him wrong. Um, it was funny. I ended up having to buy you know more tanks the next year, you know, stainless steel tanks, and we had to. I remember getting getting these tanks in, and they didn't fit through the door of the basement. So my husband's jackhammering that door wider and putting a brand new door in to get the tanks in. And we would, we were, it was, it was tough. We lived in a house that the basement had a flight of stairs down to the driveway. So could you imagine carrying cases of wine up and down these stairs in from my basement into my van. And then whatever I didn't sell, I had to carry right back up those stairs. And I thought, God is testing me to see if I want this hard enough. And I did it because I knew I wanted it.
0: Wow. Yeah. And you had to sell those cases of wine because you didn't want to have to carry them back. Exactly. To the basement. <laughs> no, we didn't. We did not want to do that. So it was a lot. I love it. Yeah. I love it. And I want to jump back. You had said that you had made three different kinds of wine with the th- with the same grape. Mm-hmm. So you can take the same grape mm-hmm. and make three different, what would it be, flavors or?
1: Well, it was just the way we finished it. So we okay. had a Syrah uh, grape and we chose to finish part of the batch dry we finished part of the batch semi-sweet and then part of it sweet so okay. i hit those different you know preferences
0: now would that have to be in a separate tank if it's finished one way it would go in a separate tank then yeah the other way okay yeah
1: i mean and typically you wouldn't do that but we were just starting out we didn't know a whole lot yeah i I don't do that as often now, okay. but at the time, because we had such limited resources, I was thinking of ways to make it work and make it look like we had more than we did.
0: That's great. <laughs> yeah. That. Right. <laughs> so. It's so funny that when you first start something, a business or you just, you, it's like you're trying on, on all these different ways. And it's actually, I feel like we're the most creative then. Yeah. Is when we do that. So you're carrying, so how long were you doing this in the basement in the South Hills? Um,
1: about five years. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. It was a while. We were there. Um, I had my children in Brookline, and then when Madison was born, we um, we moved up to Sarver in 2016. So we've been here for... Almost six years now.
0: And what like, okay, so like let's just get to the the, the root of it. Like yeah. why Sarver? Why Sarver living? Like why not what was Right, right, right. <laughs> what brought you here?
1: Um, so Sarver wasn't really on our radar, but we were looking for property that we could expand the wine business, an area that had good schools and that had some conveniences but wasn't overly populated, like you would get in like a Cranberry area. Okay. So we really liked yeah. it here. It was close to downtown, close enough, um, close to Cranberry, which is where I was working at the time and not too far from our families. Okay. So we, um, you know, we were looking in Leechburg, Kiski. Because it was more in Westmoreland County, mm-hmm. weren't finding what we wanted one day we found a listing as we were in Leechburg, and we're like, "Hey, Sarver's twelve minutes north of here. Let's go and check it out and When we drove into the area it was the first time ever, it just felt right, mm-hmm. and we knew this was it so um it it really happened kind of organically there and that's how long ago. It was 2016. We moved into our house in June. Um, we got an old farmhouse, and we completely remodeled the inside. The outside's still under
0: construction, but... <laughs> and you, yeah. s- you have two children. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Alex and... Madison. Okay. Yeah. And they go to Buffalo. Buffalo, yes. Yeah. yeah. So Alex is in the same class as my... Liam or Levi? I can't remember. Um, Liam. Okay. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: And then last year, I think Alex and Levi were in the same class. So that's yeah. how we know each other. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is through the kids. So you moved the kids to Sarver. Mm-hmm. And then you, what? Like, did you have room for all your tanks when you first moved there?
1: No. To
0: make wine? Or what did you have to do to get that ready?
1: Well, we started... In we so the it's 17 acres. We have the house a large garage that has two floors, top and bottom. So there's about 2,000 square feet, and then a workshop. So we took the garage, the top floor, and about 500 square feet to start, and then we remodeled the inside of that garage and outfitted it for the winery. So heating, cooling, um, electrical, you know, um, three basin sinks, all of that, all of our equipment, and we started buying bigger equipment.
0: Wow, and that's yeah. a lot more of a, a commitment than 40 cases of wine. What did your husband have to say about that <laughs> at that point? <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> well, that's, that's where it gets interesting. Um, no, he was really supportive. In fact, he spent an entire summer finishing the basement of that garage, so the, a lot of our tanks are now underground, which is the perfect environment for wine to wow. be stored. We have, last year we made um, 7,000 gallons of wine, so that's about 35,000 bottles that we sold last year. Oh my
0: goodness. Yeah. I had no idea you were slinging that much wine, Fran. <laughs> we were
1: slinging quite a bit of wine. Um It was, I mean, yeah, the farm has worked out really nicely and, um you know, we want to build on the hill and mm-hmm. put our tasting room there and...
0: And I think that's what sense. the listener is most curious about. Yeah, because the one post that we made—it's that was the most commented,
1: yeah, most
0: liked, and commented post of all of Sovereign Living was talking about the tasting yeah. room. Lots of questions about that, and lots of where are you located? Um, uh, so we're... You can just say the road or you don't have to give an exact address. Yeah. Don't want any wine stalkers. No, we're
1: okay. <laughs> we're on, uh, we're at 315 Bear Creek Road. So that's, I mean, you guys can, if you're interested, stop um, by. We're normally there between 8 and 3.30. We have folks there working, making wine, bottling wine. So it's not a pretty polished tasting room, but if you know our product and you want to c- come and pick up a bottle or just meet the winemakers... Um, They're there, so we do have people that pop in and out um, Monday through Friday. Typically, on the weekends, we're at events. So, you know, today we have a crew going down to the auto show uh, Friday through Monday. And then Sunday, we're doing a wine festival at the South Point Hilton Garden Inn. So typically on the weekends, we're out selling wine at events, whether it's a wine festival, arts and heritage festival, um you know we're there we're out and about wow
0: yeah now when so. when is the tasting room what's happening with that
1: um so that you know we went to buffalo planning committee for some initial advice um we're okay to we're approved to build there okay. we need to put the site plan together okay. so what's it gonna what's the footprint what's the design and do we meet all of the codes and all of that so we're in that stage of That's things the phase. okay yeah where we're designing and planning the
0: building and when do you hope to be like complete with that and be tasting yeah on bear creek i want to say this
1: time next year realistically i wanted it to be the fall of this year we'll see i don't i don't see that happening but i think by this time next year we'll be ready that would be great
0: yeah. that would be awesome and then um, I did notice. I've had several people tell me um, that they have noticed your wine from the Poor Tour. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're new to the Poor Tour. Yeah, we also, are. I didn't realize the Poor Poor Tour. It's a little bit of a tongue twister. Yeah, the Poor Tour is such a thing. It is. Like it's not. It's no joke. Is it like? like southwestern Pennsylvania? Is it like, how do they organize the... Yeah,
1: I mean, they have different wine trails in different regions, like you said. So we would be in the southwest trail and folks go around from distillery, brewery, um, to winery and they get their Pour Tour stickers. And you're right, we just joined the Pour Tour like the third quarter of last year and a
0: lot of folks um they're coming to our events but then also because that's how they'll find you yes. since you do like when you have a tasting room then they could go to the tasting room and get their yes. sticker is it their stamp their or sticker stamp. And yeah and then or otherwise they would find you at events
1: at events and we do have a tasting room in export pa so they're going there to get their stickers right now um so they can go there and get stickers too. But where is your
0: tasting room? And in, in let's talk about that. Okay. Where is your tasting room in, in Export? In
1: Export, it's um, 6345 Old William Penn Highway, Export. It's right off of Route 66 South. So from Sarver, you would go 356 South to 66 South. And it's um, just in Delmont, it's right off of the main road of Delmont. Nice. Um, between, like, Delmont and Murraysville. So okay. that's our first tasting room. Um, you can get your corridor stickers there. And then we do have a tasting room bottle bar um, at the Cafe Barista downtown Greensburg right across from the courthouse.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. So you're bouncing around a lot. Yeah. Like you're going, do you have to go and check on these places? Or... Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah. Yep, make sure people are staffed and, you know inventory all of that kind of stuff has to be managed there so and how many
0: bottles of wine did you say you make a year
1: Thirty-five thousand. that was last year now every year we make more so the Uh previous year you know every year we've increased close to 50 percent increase over prior years so we're working hard to you know grow you're doing great yeah it's been fun
0: (laughs) i love that what is your um what's your number one selling wine Okay, so the number one selling wine is the Dolce
1: Maria. It is our strawberry mango. That is year-round our number one. Mm -hmm. Fall time, the apple pie Moscato takes charge. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) We could talk about that.
0: (laughs) There's some sitting right over there. We drink it almost every... Well, my husband drinks it almost every night. And I have ladies
1: from Georgia calling me Asking for that apple pie mm. and sending samples to Georgia of our the wines because they want to buy cases of it. so thank you for You're that. welcome. Sophia. yeah <laughs> that.
0: We had a shooting we do the shooting classes, ladies basic shooting classes here and then Tori, the instructor, she um, just she, we served it after the shooting class. Well she talked about it on her page, her Facebook page. Yeah. and then all these women. Yeah, Wanted to buy it because, one, and we figured, we're like, why do they want some so bad? <laughs> well, um, apples really, apples aren't really grown in the south as much as they are up north. Yeah. And then, like, so, so cider, in, you know, it's not as cold down there. So cider isn't as popular down south mm-hmm. as it is up north and they just like they love it
1: yeah it was wild i mean i'm really thankful i've met some really cool people i'm happy to have customers in georgia <laughs> oh, right. you know it's a lot of
0: fun <laughs> yeah bringing the bringing italy sarver to the italy and sarver to the south yeah that is exactly. so funny i love it mm-hmm. now where can um where can one buy your wine if they don't go to your Bear Creek or your export locations?
1: Well, right here in Sarver, the best place to purchase our wine is at the Sarver Giant Eagle. Okay. So we have six varieties there. The Dolce Maria, um, our peach blackberry. Mm. Those are very sweet. Um, We have a mango, which is like a tropical flavor. It's a semi-sweet, sweet, sweet, um, a little more sweet than semi-sweet. And we have a lemonada, which is a semi-sweet lemon. I love the lemonada. Yeah. Do you love that? Well, my dad makes that. You know, that's his baby. He... You know, buys a bushel of lemons and he squeezes them, and we soak the moscato in the fresh lemon juice and the rinds, and it picks up all the good flavors. Mm. And then we filter it all off and bottle it. So
0: I love it. So yeah. wait, let's talk about your dad. We'll go back to John Eagle, but while you're let's talk about your dad. So he's heavily involved in yeah the business and the making of the wine. And what is his main role? Uh, well. He
1: is our number one salesperson. Is he? Yes, he is. Okay. He loves to sell. Um, people look for my dad. When they meet him, they want to meet him again and find him. So we have people, where's Chuck at? We didn't see him. He's definitely a crowd pleaser. I don't know how else to say it. People just love him. Um, he's the face of the business. And he is also, a lot of times, the brains behind some of the flavors that we come out with. Um, he's. Puts a lot of work into getting them right and getting the you know formulas written and making the batches and and he's traditional you know he does it the old fashioned way you know like I said lemon by lemon and we when we make the lemonade when he does the apple pie we buy uh, bushels of cinnamon sticks fresh cinnamon sticks and he boils that into the wine wow. and infuses the wine with real cinnamon so he is committed to that and. I would say he plays a few different roles, but number one, salesperson, he loves the public. He loves being out at the events, and it's what keeps him going. And then, like I said, behind the scenes, he's um, definitely, like, new product launch,
0: I would say. Wow. So everyone wants to buy their wine from Chuck. Yeah. That (laughs) is so funny. Yeah. (laughs) So, like, you literally, like, you start from the grapes. You make your wine. I mean it starts from the grapes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so crushing grapes.
1: We get all of it from um Northeast PA. Okay. From oh, a wow. small family farm, the Mobilia Fruit Farm. They're wonderful people, very helpful. Um, they've helped us a ton with just getting to where we're at. And then we buy um from Lanza Vineyards in Lodi, California. So we do California grapes and we do Pennsylvania grapes. So it depends on what we're making. We decide where the best grape comes from. Oh,
0: nice. Yeah. And how do you, how can you tell like what the grape is going to, just by you, what you eat the grape and you're like, oh, this will be good for yeah. this. I mean, I, I guess it's this, you're you a connoisseur. I don't know of sorts,
1: maybe so we've got to know what region grows the right grapes for that flavor. So like Pennsylvania grows cold hardy grapes and their grapes are higher in acid. Those types of grapes are better sweetened. So a lot of our sweet wines are made with Pennsylvania grapes. Um, our dry wines are more like a low acid. Um, they're grown out in a drier kind of cooler climate in Mm. California. Um, those make nice dry wines and so you just you kind of research what are the best grapes that they grow in this area and we just tried and okay yeah this batch turned out good let's keep with that or you know no let's try a different varietal or switch that over so we I mean it's been a lot of trial and error throughout the years and we get sometimes grapes from Chile you know the Sauvignon Blanc and the Malbecs down there um, we, we've given those a try and you just research it I'm I'm Learned a lot. Um, I've taken wine conferences, I've read books, I've googled. Um, just there's a lot of industry professionals out there that are willing to educate you because they want to see the wine business grow. It's unlike any other industry I've ever been in. They people support each other Mm -hmm. in that, in fact, it's very much like Sarver, and that's part of why I love Sarver. It's the same feeling, you know, you go to giant eagle or you go that was one of the first things i noticed about Sarver. you go out people say hello to you here
0: Nice. that's
1: nice you know where i when we were living in the city you didn't get that and so that was definitely oh gosh i love that but that's how the wine industry is too people say hello and they want to help you and um they're genuine and it's wonderful
0: so i love that that is so um i just love the whole I'm amazed by the wine. We're going to have to have you back for a more detailed, like, yeah. making oh, conversation. Because yeah. it's just so interesting. And I just love it that Sarver has something. Like, I mean, and I've, I've brought that up to several people. I'm like, we have our own winery here in Sarver. Like... Yeah. And they're like, we do? And I'm like, yes, La Vignetta. And they're like... Oh, seen that i've heard that or Mm -hmm. and and that's like the purpose of the podcast too is to put you know connect a lot of dots for people yeah um they probably see you at events and realize oh this is a local wine and it's not just a wine it's a great wine i mean we love it we love it in this house and we just um i've been i've enjoyed becoming better friends with you too (laughs) thank you as well you're welcome fun um let's see what else is there anything that you think the listener should know about la vignetta or you like you
1: know i i mean for the sarver folks we're just really excited to be in sarver we chose the community for so many reasons um it's just a beautiful place the people are wonderful it's a great place to raise your children the schools are great um, it still has that country charm and that's why we're here. We want that. We want to be a part of that type of community. Um, so we want to connect with you guys. I know it's hard cause we don't have a tasting room, um, but we do offer delivery, local deliveries free. So if you place an order, we'll get it out to you pretty quickly. Um, especially during the week, the weekends are tougher cause we're out selling, um, at festivals, mm-hmm. but during the week, yeah. Stop over, come meet us. Um, Sarver Living gives you a ten percent discount. I'm happy to keep that going. So, okay. Yeah, okay, that's great. That's mm-hmm. awesome.
0: Yeah, I'm sure the listeners will love that. Well, I have just enjoyed talking to you, friend. Um, I've enjoyed getting to know more about. Your wine business, and I'm excited for the tasting room. Yeah, I know that you're out and about in this local area a lot in the summer. Yeah, you do events with like Emma Jane yep. and some of the other local places, and um, I know that we're that you've been at the yoga that we've been doing at the Buffalo Creek Nature Center yep. for Audubon Society, and you've been a gracious donor for that as well. We really appreciate that. And I look forward to having you back.
1: Yeah, we love it.
0: So thank you so much for coming on. And thank you listeners for um, letting Fran come into your home and talk to you about La Vignetta Wine and her family and all the great things that she feels about Sarver. And we will be back in a month. Have a great day.